the dinim having to do with how you're allowed to have your animals dressed up. Again, the clone that we had were the two things that are usser. Number one, if you have ornaments on them which are not necessary for shmira, uh, so then you, then that's considered to be carrying, and the animal's not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to have your animal do that. The other thing that we saw was taking your animals out in any way which it looks like you're bringing them to the shuk, you're bringing them to the market to be sold on Shabbos, is also Asr Midrabanan. So the Mishnah just has a whole list of, uh, list of cases over here. It's very hard for us to relate to, at least for me to relate to, exactly why this is, this is considered to be unnecessary shmira or necessary shmira or how people would take their animals out to the market. We'll go through the different cases. In Chamor Das, Bizman so your, your donkey is not allowed to go out with its blanket if it's a type of blanket that they don't usually tie on, either because that means that it's not intrinsically necessary in order to keep it from getting sick, or maybe because of the fact that it's not tied on, so it's just a form of it carrying it rather than wearing it. nor with a bell, even though the bell is stopped up with uh, tissues or cloth or something, and it's not going to clank around. And the reason for that is, is because people would take their animals with bells when they would go to the market. So it looked like you were taking your animals to the market. And usually you would do it with the bells ringing, so everyone would know that there's a, a horse sale going to take place soon. Even if you uh, clogged up the bells, it's still us, sir, because it still looks like you're taking them to the market. All right. Suam Shibat Savarai is it has some kind of a splint on its neck. You had an animal that uh, has a wound, and an animal would either lick its wound or brush its wound with its head, bite its wound. So you would put its neck in a splint to prevent that from happening, which I would say is a form of a shmira, but apparently not necessary enough that you consider it to be like uh, part of the animal's uh, regular get-up. Nor with the strap that went in between its legs. Sometimes the animal's legs would rub together, and they would get it would get irritated or maybe even infected. They would put a strap of leather in between that would make it more easy and comfortable for it to walk. That's also carrying. It's not necessary. Your tarnagolim, your chickens, couldn't go out with uh, their red bands, which were usually used for a simon. Uh, nor with the straps on their feet, which you would put on to prevent them from jumping away. Again, apparently not intrinsically necessary. So the male cattle or the male male sheep, oftentimes they would have some kind of little wheelchair for its uh, for its tail because the tail was big and fat and it would schlep on the ground, and it would get all cut up from the rocks and glass, so they would have some kind of apparatus, put a skateboard or something like that under the, under the tail, so it shouldn't, uh, it shouldn't get cut up. You're not allowed to go out with that on Shabbos. And the female chick, uh, sheep were not allowed to go out with toothpicks in their noses. Now, uh, the Rav explains over here that that rams and sheep would oftentimes get worms or bugs in their heads. 
and that's not good, that's not healthy. Now the, <laughs> the what's it called, the males fight. So when they would ram each other, right, Kishmo who that's what they do. They're mamish, you know, right? So the, what's it called, the worms would come out. But with the females, the females, so then the worms wouldn't come out, so they would have some kind of stick which would make them sneeze, and when they would sneeze, they would get rid of these worms from their head. So you're not, you can't go out with that on Shabbos. Again, it's not absolutely necessary. Your, uh, your eagle, a calf, which is uh, going to one day be a big shore, and it's going to carry a yoke, it's going to carry heavy weights. So they would have a training ole. They would have a training yoke that they would put it on, put on it, and that's carrying. Can't do that. But white para or a cooper and your uh, your cow, you're not allowed to put on its porcupine skin. You would put porcupine skin on the udders of the cow so that no. Um, rodents should come and start uh, trying to suck its milk from it and that would be unhealthy and bad for the cows. You can't do that on Shabbos either because it's also carrying it nor to put a strap in between its horns either just uh, as a kishut or some kind of a simon. Again, it's not necessary. The para of Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah wasn't really his para, it was his neighbor's para. It's blamed on him because he wasn't mocha. He should have said something. Went out with a strap on its horns. Without the chachamim's consent. And uh, that was not a good thing because you're not supposed to do that. All right, on to, on to Perak Vav. Here we have uh, the halachas, which if uh, people remember, what we, those of you who are here, we did a halachas seder after Pesach last year. It was Perak Vav Me'isha. All the halachas about what you're allowed to go out to Rosh Hashanah with, what you're not, what's considered to be a tachshit, what's not. Everything in our Mishnah over here is considered to be a tachshit. Different things that women wear on their hair, rings, other kinds of ornaments. But the problem is either one of two things. Either A, there are certain ornaments that uh, are worn tight, no, worn tightly, and therefore, um, if a woman has to go to the mikvah to feel a shal mitzvah, she's going to have to take them off. And therefore, we're afraid that if she's allowed to wear these on Shabbos, so the time is going to come to go to the mikvah, she's going to take them off in the Rosh Hashanah, and she's going to come to carry them, so we assert wearing them all together. Possibility number two is it's a nice piece of jewelry, which a woman will not be embarrassed to take off. Like you're talking about a shetel, that she's not going to take off in the Rosh Hashanah. But you're talking about some a nice pin on the shetel, so she may take that off and show it to her friend, Shemi Yishlofena, she's going to take it off, she's going to carry it in the Rosh Hashanah, so that's Usher also. So those are the two concepts in the Mishnah. All these are Usher Durabonan to go out with, not Isser Durabonan. So let's see all them inside. So what she's allowed to go out with and what she's not allowed to go out with. She can't go out with a red bendel, you know, some kind of a red bracelet or, or a wool bracelet on her hand, but not because she's going to show it. That's not chashiv. But you can't go to the mikvah with that. Nor with threads made out of pishton. Nor with... Uh, straps that you use to tie up your hair, right? To make a ponytail, all kinds of things you put in your hair, Shabaraisha. And she's not allowed to go to the mikvah with them until they're loose enough that water is going to come into place. 
The reason that all of these are usher to wear on Shabbos is because if you go to the mikvah with them, so you have to take them off. If they're loose enough, they would be, you would be able to wear them on Shabbos. Now the rest of these are jewelry. The way Tefes. A Tefes is a very nice metal type of headband that she would put uh, on her, on her fore, forehead or on the top of her forehead. The way Sanbutin. Sanbutin was on their headbands. They used to have like these twirly uh, ribbons, right? Either gold or silver if they were rich or if they were, you know, more modest income. So they would have, you know, red, pink, green, whatever, make it look nice. And all of that, she's going to show her friends. Again, it's on top of her shaitel. It's not, you know, where she's not married. It's not the shaitel itself. If they're not sewn in, if they're sewn into the shaitel, then you don't have to worry about it because she's not going to take that off. She's not going to take off the shaitel. But like the kavul, nor, nor uh, some kind of bandana, you can't go out to Rishos Arabim. Like the Irshel Zav, Irshel Zav, as to whether it's a piece of jewelry or some kind of crown. Um, but it's gold, very fancy, that she's going to show it off. Below the katla, katla is a choker, it's a necklace that she wore on her neck. Interesting, the Rav explains over here, coming from the Gemara, I think, that uh, she, they used to have a very tight necklace that the woman would wear around their, their necks to make them look fat. Apparently it was very in style to be fat in those days, and they would wear a necklace which would uh, press against their flesh to make them look... Uh, Bigger than they uh, ordinarily would have looked. The leiben is zamim, nor with nose rings, leiben tabash, nor with a ring that doesn't have a stamp. If it have a stamp, it's an isidaraisa. So if it's just an, a nice ring, she's going to take it off, she's going to show it off to her friends. The leiben machat, she ain't nor with a needle which doesn't have a hole. If it has a hole, again, then it's an instrument that you're carrying, no hole, it's just a tachshit. But you can't take it out with you because we're afraid you're going to take it off and show it to your friends. The inyatzas, and if she did in fact go out with all of this, all of these she's not because all of it is a tashit. It's not really carrying, but you're not allowed to do it because we're afraid that you're going to show it to your friends and come to carry it in the Rishus Rabim. Everybody have a good night.